Anchor FM is one of the best ways to make and distribute your podcasts. Their online creative tools can allow you to make your podcasts from home and on the go. Anchor will also help you get your podcast sponsored with no minimum listenership and help you make money while doing your podcast. And distribution is the easiest thing ever. I've used many different distribution sites. Anchor so far has been the best. And they can get you on every major distribution site out there. They can take your RSS feed, whether you're creating a new one or if you're just moving a show from another platform, sign up for Anchor at anchor.fm now. And when you get there, Make sure you pay attention to everything they tell you to do, and they'll help make your podcast great and help make you some money. Again, head on over to Anchor.fm now. Blog Talk Radio. It's the Sunday Night Roundtable on the Wide Men Network at blogtalkradio.com slash jump. Here's the guys to discuss anything and everything brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New, Facebook.com slash MakeupKennedy, and WowFreeCam.com. Here's your hosts, Nate, T.R., and Tim. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Sunday Night Roundtable. It's Sunday September 2nd, Labor Day weekend. Hope everybody's having a good time so far with that introduction of college football back into the diet. And we have with us, as always, well, not as with always, rarity actually these days, all the way from Palatial Clifton Heights, it's TR. Yeah, I was wondering, is this WVOW? I'm trying to get through. No, that's... uh, that station has been uh, taken off the air. All right. I was just trying to get a hold of Nate Bush. Uh, I guess this is Wide Men Can't Jump Sunday Night Roundtable. My my bad. Um, Nate, has, uh, Nate has been I detained to... in a, a gunfight in a West Virginian drug cartel. Drug fight is ongoing. So he's going to be detained. I come to you with a puffy chest. Uh, assuming that uh, LSU is still up 24 points on Miami at around halftime the last I looked, which was My, one uh, of... Uh, LSU is laying an ass-whooping on Miami at the half. Still a half to go yet, but, but looking good for looking good for LSU. Now at the time of our pick show, they were receiving three-and-a-half points. And the reason I jump out there with that fact is because I'm embarrassed and don't want to talk about your Michigan Wolverines because they really messed my week up. They messed mine up too, sir. Uh, I was very surprised at that. Well, and and it was actually kind of an interesting game, though, because they really didn't lose by that much. And if they'd have even had their act together even a little bit, they would have won that game. Well, they, they gave the I ball think, away several I, times. Uh, they only like, they only gave up three points in the second half. I mean, they did everything they could, but uh, they just no offense. I think uh, well, we are joined by the drug cartel. <laughs> Yo, what's up, uh, oh, Senior Nate? Senior Nate, I'm running on TR time. We have your uh, we have your package, Senior Nate. <laughs> 
Don't joke about That's that. Time to run get me investigated. <laughs> anyway, uh, Thomas, you were continue on about Michigan, and then we'll move on. I think you're uh, maybe maybe I'm misreading because I watched it too. Um, I might be misreading you. I don't know. But um, a lot of people dislike Notre Dame. Are you one of them? I don't know if we established that. No, uh, no, I'm not a I'm not a Notre Dame hater by any means. No. Because they're not in my I, top five of hate. I have a top five of hate. Do you guys have one of those? When it comes no, to college I don't. football or colleges in general, I I have one. I don't no, hate I have, I only, just Duke. I just hate Duke. people that make fake profiles and fuck with me. Um, but anyway, you know, Brian Colangelo. Yeah, but he never fucked. <laughs> there you go. <coughs> anyway, but, back to back to Michigan. Uh, and the Notre point Dame. the point of Michigan right. Notre Dame was that, uh, from what my eyes could see, uh, discouragingly is that I don't think you're giving enough credit to Notre Dame's defense who basically shut them down. Um, I don't think that game was as close as well, – obviously they backdoored to get within seven, but I don't even think it was as close as 14 with the dominance of the game. Um, um, but yeah, yeah, Michigan's defense did show up and keep them at bay. First half. But First half, yes. First half was all Notre Dame. Michigan looked like a high school team. First half, I'll give you that. Um, they might be their quarterback might not be for real there, as we discussed on uh, on the Patreon show that uh, he was going to have to be really good for them to win, and he was not, and they did not. So you take your lumps. Well, it's not a good day uh, in Ann Arbor. Pending uh, pending the LSU game, I will still be ten and seven, and my strong pick did not play Nebraska and over. So, no matter what happens tomorrow, I gave out a free winning week to whoever tuned in. Yeah, and I believe I was. I think I, if things go as even, I was nine and six, I believe. So it's not too bad for a first week of getting the feet wet. That we find out who's really for real and who's not, as we're. As we've seen in a couple games already, there's a couple of teams that, you know, advanced billing was not, not what it, uh, what it was. Let's put it that way. Um, I got one thing I want to bring up before we get going to wherever we go. Uh, NFL cuts. Uh, nothing real, nothing real major, except for the Dallas Cowboys, who cut the second most accurate kicker. In NFL history, cut him for a rookie from cut? Canada. What have Who you done cut? for me lately, Dan Bailey? They cut Dan, Dan Bailey. Bailey. They cut Dan Bailey. Son of a bitch! They, well, they put they got a guy from Canada, Brett Maher, I believe his name is. For uh, you know, they saved themselves a couple of million dollars, I suppose, in the transaction. Who uh, they But I, but I did. But today I found out why they cut down Baylor. Wait till you hear this. Okay. Uh, owner Jerry Jones showed um, complete non-faith in Bailey after eight years with the team, and he's never been arrested once. <laughs> Squeaky clean so kickers. Go. So there you go. Guy is just not getting with the program. Uh, won't do any drugs. 
won't won't smack his wife around and and just refuses to be arrested even for a misdemeanor. So he had to go. So you have it from Cowboy from Cal, Camp Cowboy. Speaking and, uh, of kickers, overlook uh, me. I'm going to my fantasy leagues and dropping Dan Bailey, who I drafted in almost every league. Um, well, it looks Dummy. like he's about to be yeah. Picked. Looks like he's about to be picked up by the Jets. So okay, well I'll keep him then. So there's a there's a good chance he'd be back in the league in a day or two. Okay. You guys with the drafts about a month before the season, the fucking whole roster's changed by the time it's kickoff. But anyway, I've only done like four. And the season starts <laughs> next Thursday. Exactly. No, this Thursday. Uh, Thomas, we have we have. We have crotchety old man Thomas Robinson with us tonight. <laughs> Get off God my damn lawn, right. Tom Robinson. Don't God damn quit right. fucking drafting. Quit fantasy drafting. Speaking of kickers, uh, I'm a man who wears many hats. Of course, this job pays me uh, several hundred thousand per episode, but in between, I like to drive for Uber. Uh, actually, I just Uber. started back with them. And uh, I had... I had uh, the crack research team here uh, to verify that I picked up from 1999 to 2003 the uh, kicker slash punter from the University of Miami today. Uh, Nate probably remembers his name, Jesse something or other, but uh, he went by J-Man as my passenger, and we talked sports for the whole ride, which was pretty cool. Yeah, his name was um, Jesse Oliger. Yeah, I told him to check us out. Uh, come on and tell us. Until so he played if he for uh, he played for Miami when when Miami really wasn't mean Miami. No, they well, were. They just they just kind of hit it. Yeah, he was uh, uh, t- about ten years younger than us, Tim. He, uh, you know, he didn't play with Sap and all those crazy bastards, but um, he played with Edger and James. He was rattling off some names. Uh, Sean Taylor like was 19- on those teams, wasn't he? I think so. He, I mean, he he went through the, the names of guys that he played with, and uh, like Frank Gore was a year under him and stuff like that. He said like 19 guys ended up in the NFL, what have you, in his tenure, 19 or 23 or something, some something like that. Nothing to scoff at there, that's for sure. No, no, not at all. Actually, he he went for a baseball. Scholarship and play. He was one of those three sport guys, so he he kicked on Miami or punted or both, or I'm not sure. But um, that's you know Newark, Delaware. You got to be pretty damn good to be recruited to the, to the U back then. So, I mean, if I wasn't the five star athlete that I am, he, he'd probably be the best athlete in the car. <laughs> Well, second place is, you know, you can't really argue with that. Second place is pretty good. Yeah. Yes, sir. He's only, uh, only a punter, for God's sake. I mean, really. <laughs> well, don't bust on him. He's going to be a future guest, maybe, and tell us some football <laughs> oh, I just, stuff. You know, if I could get you to bust on him, but you didn't, so good for you. Um, yeah. So, speaking of that, uh, does uh, who, who would like to make the announcement on our of our uh, – Upcoming guest that's got us all tickled pink. Oh, yeah. We did make that announcement that we would be uh, sharing the guest, uh, the name of the guest. So, uh, 
Ladies and gentlemen, this Wednesday on Wide Men Can't Jump, you will hear an exclusive talk with Tracy Murray, 12-time or 12-year NBA veteran, NBA champion in 1995, had a 50-point game for the Washington Wizards, was a USA bronze medalist at the World Championships in 1991, the year before the Dream Team, was an assistant coach for the Los Angeles Lakers, and now a broadcaster for the UCLA Bruins. He will be joining the Wide Men Can't Jump um, family this week as he comes on and talks a little hoops with us. Also, uh, I'll throw in there, uh, I'm not sure what year it was, uh, but uh, led the league in three-point shooting one year. Yeah, yeah. great player. You don't spend 12 years in the NBA if you're not a good player. <clears throat> the ever-growing guest list of uh, of this program is uh, really phenomenal. If you want to go back and check it out, it's it's mind-blowing, the people that love to talk to us. And uh, I just have to double-check on air while we're all here because we do remember uh, one Maurice Cheeks was booked temporarily. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is this is not uh, Tracy Murray, the uh, hairstylist from uh, down the street no. at the local. No, this, this is actually Tracy Murray. I promise. I double and triple checked. It is for real, Tracy Murray. All right. I, I was I was going to make sure you didn't mix the name up and have it be Murray Tracy, my attorney from Long Island. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is not Tracy Murray who works uh, in Alabama's street. No, this is the Tracy Murray. Yeah, I was a big fan. He's a great shooter, man. Again, and uh, you know, and not in the ball busting way, but he was a little husky guy. I mean, I mean, he wasn't, you know, by any means out of shape, but he had some thickness to him, so he fits in with the program. Yeah, I mean, he's a great player. True enough. I mean, he's one of seven guys to have a fifty-point game in a Washington Wizards uniform. One of those guys is Michael Jordan. So there you go. Yeah, he, he. I mean, he hung around enough to, I you know, like he, he's not going to be a Hall of Famer, but you know, like you say, you don't play twelve years without bringing something to the, uh, to the show. Well, I mean, yeah, he'll have, he'll have he coached a wealth under of stories. he coached under Brian Shaw, so he was a, a Lakers coach, and he also had a um, a stint there. Um, with the Bruins, he actually I think he's still there with UCLA. He played in UCLA, uh, played with he's the Bucks, their, the Raptors, um, the Wizards, he's the Lakers for a little while. Guy or something, I believe. What is it? I believe he's their like radio man. Uh, I'll uh, yeah, I looked him up earlier. They, I'm, uh, one of you two just said he was. Two yeah, he is. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's his 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 main gig is. Uh, that's what he does. So, yeah, Armando uh, guest Sam Cassell. Uh, unfor- no, not Sam Cassell and not Mario Ellie either. Those were the two guesses we got online. He works for the uh, uh, UCLA Sports Network and covers all UCLA Bruins basketball. There you go. Yeah, Armando. Armando's out there right by where he's working, so, you know, if he's not on his toes, Armando might cut a man. (laughs) (laughs) Not not our sweet Armando. 
who who uh, who also uh, well, I guess I can I can't well yeah I can say that about him. He uh, if you didn't know Tom, he recently uh, acquired a union status in his chosen field and was good for him. Yeah, I know he yeah. was you know on the on the cusp. Yeah, he he was successful so. Yeah, man. The only bad thing we can say about Armando is he, he cheers for USC. So, you know. Yeah, we Armando can't have that. Every man has Every man has his molly. True enough. Yeah. What's, anyway. what's going on? What's going on this week besides uh, frantic uh, uh, real-life stuff with me? And posting <laughs> videos of my cat that everybody says is. Oh, I loved it. Not uh, a lot of people liked it, but uh, you know, I, I've been one in the past to say, "Don't you have something else in your life besides your fucking pets to put on YouTube?" I loved it. And... The only thing I wanted to inquire about was why you were channeling Nate Bush while you were talking to the cat. Why I have a southern accent? <laughs> yeah. I do change my voice to baby talk with all pets and children. <laughs> to let you know them what else know. is very odd about that whole thing? Your cat's what? Uh, white my and black, cock was right? out? Oh, never mind. Your cat, you know, well, I don't know if it was or not. It might have been. But your your cat is white and black, and its name is Baby, correct? White and black and Baby. And its name is Baby. The cat I had that just passed was black and white. And its name was Baby. How's that for a little bit of weirdness? Ah, uh, tale hmm. of two different countries. But and, uh, in a way. And, and he he is old, the one you, you saw. So they well, mine was in the old. same age. Mine was old, yeah. She was like 17 or something, I believe. And she finally had enough and shuffled on. Well, there's pictures of that cat with my... Nowhere near as spry as your uh, talkative beast there, though, that responded yeah, to its daddy. There's photos of that cat in the video in question with my daughter, who's now going towards 22 when she was about four. So God knows how old that fucker really is. But he, I thought he was going to die when he was when he was selling when we had a rodent issue and he was scared of the rodent. Uh, but I thought he was yeah, dying, he was just, laying on the floor for five selling, days. That's all. That's what I'm saying. He, he fucking put it over like it, he was dying, and now he's back to being a dick. Kicked out at two, so, man. Yeah, so uh, he'll probably outlast me, the prick. Well, let's get to the uh, elephant in the room, even though I don't really want to talk about it, because I really don't care very much. But it seems to be a part of the conversation these days, online and all the rest. Uh, I don't know how much of it you might have watched or not watched, but uh, what's your what's your overall take? I don't want to have a match by match fucking preview or review, but uh, what's your take of the all in spectacle? I can tell you mine really really fast. Uh, I haven't seen it, didn't watch it. I can also say I never watched it, but I read enough that I feel like I watched it. I didn't even read it. I'm actually wanting to watch it, and I've avoided spoilers other than a couple things. And uh, I'm hoping to watch it this week, but I, I haven't seen it. So I have no comment. Holy, sh- holy shit, the sun is going to fall out of the sky. Nate Bush did not watch a wrestling pay-per-view. 
<clears throat> I uh, I saw enough updates. I got WGN uh, mindlessly assuming that they were showing the whole thing. I switched my direct TV around and uh, should mention one of our alumnist guests. Ian Riccoboni was the color man, which is pretty cool because it was, whether you liked it or not, a historic event, uh, whatever way you want to slice it, because it was a success. Um, good job, Ian. Um, it was, uh, I can't review it, like, but we don't want to do that anyway. But what I'll say is that there's nothing, at, there, there, there's certain camps that are trying to be angry and, you know, I came to the realization a long time ago with wrestling people that they just want to be mad. The business is on fucking fire. Everybody is, is making money, and it doesn't have to be a, a 9.2 rating. It's just about making money. And everybody is making money, so there's nothing to complain about. If you don't like the fucking fake dicks of Joey Ryan, don't watch it. There's enough fucking people that will and do like the fake dicks now if you want to question if they like girls then that's another thing but you know don't bitch about joey ryan and his fake dick druids because the people that they were playing to loved it so that's you knew that was coming anyway unless you're an idiot you knew they were going to do something along those lines just to piss off the other camp right yeah, they did a lot of things else. that millennials wouldn't, wouldn't, in my opinion, which made me actually happy with it. I don't want to spoil it for Nate and tell him things. No, no. My, one my thing take I'll on say, it is this. One thing I'll there. say, this has become a, a recurrent theme in, in pro wrestling um, now. Um, and, and TR and I talked about it last night a little bit. Um all in was going to be considered a success no matter what, because they sold the place out. It didn't matter what the show was, how good it was, how bad it was. It was a success because they sold all those damn tickets. Period. I mean, even the worst cards in the world, if you sell the place out, you did you did good. You made money. Uh, yep. Second thing, the Starcast event went over great from what I saw. Uh, congrats to Conrad Thompson, Bruce Pritchard, you know, former guests on this show. Look how good we are at getting guests. Uh, by the way, uh, but yeah. <laughs> you know, congrats to everybody involved, but wrestling fans went into this event wanting to like it. So it didn't matter how good or bad the show was. They were going to like it because it was, it's the cool thing. It's underground. Every, everybody wants to be ahead of the curve when it comes to wrestling. If the person you love is in WWE, you're no, they're no longer cool to love right. anymore. You're not allowed to love them. You're not. You're not supposed to go buy their shirts. You're not supposed to support them. Oh, they're in WWE. They, they've sold out. When in reality, it's like, hey, you know, they're making a, a living for their family. You know, if you like wrestling, you don't have to watch the show. But why do you watch it and bitch about it? I mean, I I bitch a little bit. I do, but I mean, it, it's just one of those one of those deals. And yeah. all in. People were going to say it was like the greatest thing ever because of how underground and independent it was, even though it wasn't independent or underground because there was a million-dollar company throwing money at it to help them. I mean, yeah, the, the dudes booked the show, but as far as I'm concerned, that was a, a Ring of Honor event on steroids. But 
and, and, and good for them. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for them. Really, I think they did a good job. I don't even know what happened, but I think they did a good job. Backhanded backhand compliment. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not I'm not hey, look, they did great. I'm not knocking them. They made money. They well, we don't know that though. That's the first I assume thing. they did. We don't know that yet. They sold all the tickets. That's good. No no argument. That doesn't necessarily mean that, that anybody turned any profit here. We don't know that yet. I assume I assume they did. Well, I guess I it think, depends uh, on what they ended up paying some of the guys that showed up there Ella like Mr. Jericho. Who, well, yeah, spoiler alert, but I won't say any more than that. But uh, I, I, mean, I don't know what it cost them. One of the things that I did get spoiled on, and I also yeah, got I don't, spoiled I don't know on what, the. Uh, I got you know, spoiled the on the NWA title match too. I know who. But I'm not sure. Like I said, I'm not sure what they laid on the talent as far as like getting there and all that kind of stuff. So whether they made any money or not, I don't know yet. Selling it out, okay, positive. Two, two, two things. One, uh, Jericho's price, his asking price. I don't know this for a fact, but one would assume if he has any kind of sense is way down because it was such a big stage for a free commercial for his crews that is yet to sell out. And that was the meaning of him being there. Yeah. No, and secondly, uh, this might be one of those episodes where I forgot my point. Uh, oh, the Sears center is not exactly the creme de la creme of Chicago. And uh, I think us three could could rent it out for a live wide men can't jump if we wanted to really and could afford it. So they they did okay. Well, regardless, I, I don't know I don't know that yet. But regardless of whether they did or didn't, that's the financial side. The other side is socially, it's a successful. It got the word out there. It was all over the fucking internet. You couldn't look anywhere. Couldn't go on a wrestling show. Couldn't look at a website without seeing about that fucking card whether it was any good or not, which I do not know. But the so, bottom line will so, be that people that – it wasn't as good as they'd like to say it was, and it wasn't as bad as the other camp would like to have you believe. It was probably somewhere in the middle. It was probably all right, I'm going to guess. So the, to the best of my exposure, only two individuals, and one I don't even know his name, uh, had a negative experience at all in. One was uh, a intoxicated Buff Bagwell allegedly had a shouting match with Conrad Thompson today. And the rumor and innuendo, to use their terminology, but of course this is all hearsay, is that Buff took some stuff, like uh, he, he took some merch money that really wasn't his in an intoxicated state, allegedly. Uh more to come on that, I'm sure, somewhere else. And secondly, some vendor um, it was posted on somebody's page that uh, this is like a real dick move uh, to me. Uh, like, not a dick move, but just like a, like, are you serious? Get a life kind of move. It's um, a vendor whose whose name I don't know. I'm not I'm not not putting him over or whatever. Uh, I just don't know his name. He refused to vend today because the penises offended him that they uh, made a mockery of the business that he loves. So take your merch and go away, you fags. You fucking go queer. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and defend the penises either, but in the same breath. Made a mockery of a fake choreographed fucking fight, you dick. It ain't the 80s. 
I saw that. Um, yeah, the only the only other was, thing uh, I saw that I didn't like some relation to Jeff Jarrett. Uh, Jeff Jarrett's another um, guest we had, by the way. He was. The other thing I didn't like was that somehow now the NWA title is a fucking masterpiece that all wrestlers would want to hold. Brennan Mark really has. It hasn't been anything name. for I don't know what thirty years. Now Christine Jarrett's grandson. That's who it was. Yeah, I thought I read that too somewhere, but uh, I think he was the one interviewed on Six Hundred Five. He wrote a book, I think, about about oh, Christine or something. And no, nobody he, cares he, probably wrote, uh, he probably wrote Teeny, didn't he? Probably was one in the group. Um, whatever. There's always a dissenter or a troublemaker. There's always one. I mean, I don't know if you've been looking at the tweets, but look at Cornette's nonsense in the last three or four days as he works himself up into a, a stroke over that whole show and how he hates them. And it's just like, dude, just let it go. It's not serving any purpose to hate on it. We all know you don't like new style wrestling. That's fine. Shut the fuck up already. Work another angle, will you? Because that one's getting really tiresome. Just in the case of Cornette, he'll never change. And in the case of some of the things that were done, they were done uh, directly towards him and his followers. I knew him for a long time, consider him a friend. I haven't talked to him in quite a while. Also, obviously, a mark for his work. Um, but, you know. Wrestling's different. I loved it back then too, but it's different. People are well, different. There's a difference People between, in it are different. Like he was pissed off. You know, he he hates the young bucks and all that. That I, I just I'm not a fan of theirs either. But whatever, I don't care. Uh, he went crazy about the um, I don't know if you saw the 11 uh, year old taking uh, I don't know what it was DDTs or whatever the hell they were doing to her. Some no, I didn't like that ever ago. That was I didn't like that either. Ago. No, no, this is recently. This is a female no, this named just, Izzy. No, just a couple of days ago. Oh, wait, wait, choke, you mean that, uh, the, the Bailey took a choke girl. slam. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's okay. right. And he was going crazy about that. Now, he's not wrong about that. No 11-year-old should be in the ring doing anything, in my opinion. Especially a choke slam, a whiplash on her neck. No matter how much he protected her, it was clearly not good for the skull. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's just no place for a kid. That's all I'm – I have no other – it's not that she's a girl or any of the rest of it. Don't care about any of that. That's just – you know, it's not just like an 11-year-old shouldn't be out on an NFL football field getting uh, <laughs> getting pass rushed by the uh, uh, Minnesota Vikings uh, defensive line. You know, just shouldn't happen. All right. Yeah, you, no could let the, you could let the Philadelphia Eagles defensive line come at her. They'll never get to her. Oh boy! Oh, here we go. Pre preseason <laughs> uh, jibber jabber. The, te- the Tampa Bay who's? The Tampa Bay what now? I'll help you remember the Buccaneers because it's too much to pay for corn. Ah, Buccaneer. Oh God! You know they give uh, a guy a white coat. 
Like, give a guy a little white coat and he fucking becomes a thinks he's Howard Stern now. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about my coat. Worked hard for that damn coat. Well, you know, well, I was going to ask you, isn't isn't the coat thing, like, isn't it kind of backwards? Like, what have you, like, and I'm not being a dick or nothing, but, like, you just started. What's with the coat? Yeah, they thing? give it, it to you when you start. Done? Shouldn't you get it when you're done? No. No, they give it to you when you start. Are you, like, you if you don't do well in the program and get thrown out, are you decoded? Do you have to hand your coat in and walk? I give it back to them, down yeah. the, along with everything else. walk they... down the aisle of a, of a Rexall drugs in shame? No, I just give it back to them. Your fellow classmates throw cotton balls at you? No, it's not that bad. Huh. I give the coat back. One would think from this uh, uneducated viewpoint that uh, that Nate had to work his way up to earning that coat. Is, is one correct? Well, that's how I took it initially, and then I realized, okay, no, it's kind of like the rite of passage. That uh, I guess it's like if you're a, I mean, in med school, you get to wear the, you know, you get a stethoscope and a little white. Let's everybody know that even you're you're still kind of you're in training, but you're still a doctor, kind of. Yeah, it makes sense. It's basically the same thing because I got a yeah. stethoscope and a blood pressure cuff and a white coat and all that. I have to have that to wear on rotations because I start rotations. Are you going to uh, work it into your Halloween thing somehow? No, absolutely. I'm not allowed to do that. Already been told. Really? Yes, there are strict, strict guidelines hmm. against that. So you can't go out and get another one and wear it? No, well, yeah, you could. You can't have that one because that one's embroidered with uh, the oh, university. Oh, yeah, that's right. It has the logo on it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What is the uh, for two for ten points? What is the university's motto? Oh, hell, I don't know. <laughs> I only I go either. there. I thought you might. I thought you might know. <laughs> I only so go there. So if I ask you what it is in Latin, you're not going to know. I wouldn't know what it is in friggin' English. <laughs> That's what? That's the University of Charleston? Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll find For those that don't know, I am in training to be a pharmacist. Just clearing that up. Their their motto is drink no moonshine before it's time. Sounds about right. Interesting. (laughs) Let me see here. Maybe I'll find a a motto. I'm looking it up. Vos Veritas Liberati. I don't know what that is in English, but sounds good in Latin. I think it's uh, I think it's don't piss in the river. Sounds like a winner. Then <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, when I graduate, I'll get my uh, diploma and I'll be a doctor and I'll have uh they give you your fancy doctoral graduation stuff and all that. Yeah, your white coat's basically from there while you're in training. Uh, you're not going to admit it because of, like you earlier stated, the uh, strict rules. You know, I've signed confidentiality agreements for other things as well. And, uh, you know, just general agreements where you do not do certain things. But I know for a fact whether you deny it or not, you've been naked in just that coat since you've received it. <laughs> Believe it or not, I haven't been. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah. You went, that's the first thing you did. 
you got home, stripped naked, and put that thing back on and ran up and down the The first thing I did was go eat a shit ton of Japanese food afterward. That's what I did. Not when you got home. Your motto is, the truth shall set you free. Pretty lame. That's lame. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit lame. Eh, well. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it, it can't be, uh, you know, cocaine is a hell of a drug or something like that. I mean, yeah, that I guess you be. can't go all Rick James on it. So. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> but, no, so it's, I guess. Uh, it, it's a big accomplishment. I mean, my mom, my sister, my niece, Autumn, Josh, <laughs> they all came. Listen to this fucking guy tooting his horn. Holy shit. Well, I mean, I worked my ass off to get there. I saw pictures of you. You've got plenty of ass left, my friend. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> I love you, Nate. Like you love you, me, too. Fucker. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you Canadian prick. <laughs> yes, indeed. You didn't answer we me. You're Canadians. Oh, yeah, go ahead. All ears. I don't know. I guess we talked about this towards the end, I think. Uh, some some uh, rash of fans were saying that uh, Trish Stratus was unattractive, and oh, I mean, I yeah. guess they like. Uh, I, I guess they're into bestiality because uh, she's smoking hot as far as my TV show. I mean, like I said, she might not be everybody's cup of tea, but I I'm not quite sure how you get to the ugly thing, but. Remember now, this is a this is a group of group of guys who also were running down. The nineteen year old Paige was disgusting, and none of them would have sex with her, which was all a lie. As they watched the video that came out later on in her career, there that they all watched it thousands of times and spanked. So you can't take those guys with too much credibility down there without naming names. Most wrestling fans say that because they think. They have a chance with one of the other girls. <laughs> when in reality, <laughs> yeah. like the best chance they've got, the best chance they've got at landing a woman in pro wrestling involves kidnap charges, and I don't think they're going to do that. So, as I told yeah. Tom, uh, I want to see photographs of your real life girlfriends and or wives to show they don't you have can do any. better. <laughs> yeah, show me you can no, but show me you can do better. And if you got no proof, then you just have to be quiet. They don't have you any. Know, That's the problem. I wouldn't have sex so, with Trish Stratus because well, I couldn't because I would have uh, shot my load all over my in my jeans before she even got naked. I wouldn't sleep with Trish Stratus because she can't do a hurricane runner. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, she's just a diva. Some uh, some. Some wrestling fans, but they're not necessarily those type. Uh, it's less than one percent, but you know they, they do okay with for themselves with a spouse, girlfriend, wife, whatever. Um, a guy in McAdams group comes to mind, Brandon Rice, I think his name is. Um, he doesn't mind when people compliment him that he has a hot wife, but uh, the majority are, you know. They hit the, uh, they fell out of the ugly tree and hit every goddamn branch, and then hubby goes on and he'll say that Trish Stratus or, I don't know, you guys like Alexa Bliss, I like Sasha Banks, etc. 
I wouldn't touch her. Fuck that. Uh, she's beat. Whatever. Okay, but first let, of all, they ain't touching you, retard. And secondly, um, look at look at who you're sleeping next to before you start. Chris, I mean, on, on the current roster of females in WWE, who is there that's really even like the ugliest one? Ain't very ugly. No, nah, they're all good looking. Let's put it that way. Um, even, even even Nia Jax, who's a bigger girl, is still a fairly pretty girl. I mean, she's there, beautiful. There just aren't, yeah, I mean there aren't there aren't no hounds on the on the roster really, and it's all a matter Except of the you know, of we're talking about. Oh yeah, God! When we're talking about <laughs> when we're talking about good looking, it's it's all relative. I mean, they're all fairly good looking. It's just a down to preference at that point. Yeah. Um, let's, call, let's call it what it is. I mean, if most of those girls in real life were interested in you, you'd be like, "Yes, ma'am." I would be more than happy well, to accommodate you. Well, we're on on this topic. I saw, for whatever reason, photo shoot some of it with Ric Flair and Charlotte, and there was an early photo shoot. I don't know if you're familiar with the program on the WWE Network. They take an individual or individuals and just show a picture. They did it with Cornette, which was really badass because it was showing some old school shit and stuff and they let him be him. Um, but they, I've seen it before with Kurt Angle. They showed TNA photos and stuff. And anyway, it was Charlotte and Rick, the new Rick who's, you know, survived the health scare and stuff, but he's creeping back into his old self because there was an old uh, photo shoot that came up with uh, Sasha with brown hair and a very green Charlotte and a very sexually attractive before the ponytail Bailey doing some kind of cheerleader triangle gimmick. And I can't do flair right now, but it would, that list that he has, he's like, who's that third one? And Charlotte's like Bailey dad. And he's like, Oh my God, that's Bailey. And like he, he, he's like the Bill Clinton of fucking pro wrestling. He's still getting a hard on because Bailey looked hot oh. years ago. <laughs> Holy shit! Did Bill Clinton did not steal the show at John McCain's funeral or what? No shit. Did you see him checking out Ariana Grande's ass? Oh god, yeah. And you know what? I don't blame him. What a dog. goddamn bit. No, what a dog. He <laughs> don't care. To watch. He don't give a fuck. There is not one video of him in the presence of a female remotely attractive where that where has not happened. Yeah, where he's not and, a full horn dog. And, you know, the 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 uh, vocal political people on the Democratic side remain hushed about that because they know they have no answer to that. They want to kill... Uh, a name I won't mention because it'll start another brouhaha yeah. about about a inappropriate behavior with females, and the king of inappropriate behavior <laughs> is Bill Clinton well, without question, without equal. I don't know if he's the, there's only he's the one, king or not, but he's but he definitely there's did only it. one difference. Clinton and Clinton doesn't pay hush money. <laughs> He just says, fuck it. Just tell everybody. I don't give a damn. No. He, uh, says, he kills I did not have well, yeah, sexual that, relations but... with that woman. Well, he denies it. I didn't say he didn't lie about it. He just doesn't pay hush I money. I did not. 
then then afterwards. When, but but yeah, the big I'm picture, a, the big picture, it, the big picture is not a political statement on my point. It's just that let dudes be dudes. We all like them for that. Well, you know what? I like. I got to be I honest cracked with up you. when I saw it. I think that the the president of the United States should be a virile, active male if he's a man. I I think I'd be a little bit more worried if he if the he looked at a girl, a hot chick, and went. Mm. Now listen really. to this. You're going to be shocked. I, I like the idea that he's a horn dog. I'm, you're going to be shocked about what I'm about to say. The fact that the president. Oh, we know you're gay. I hate you. The fact that the president slept with a porn star did not bother me because I would have slept with the porn star. Yeah, I said it's that's a normal male behavior. I don't know why people, I don't know why that's a big deal. Well, you're you're a rash you're a rational democrat. You don't have that Trump derangement syndrome where everything he does is wrong. I mean, go back further. I mean, Roosevelt, who is probably I would imagine most people, most Americans would say is the best president your country has ever had. Debatable. Banged anything that moved. Oh, so did Kennedy. Kennedy. Kennedy banged anything that moved. And, he and then they banged wife. him in Dallas. Now Trump's got yeah, a hot it, wife. It, it doesn't have anything to do with whether you can do the job or not, as far as I'm concerned. You might not really like it. I think Bill has every right to go out and bang somebody else. Have you seen his wife? Oh, okay, God. I'm sorry. Yes, she's she's not attractive, folks. I'm sorry. She is a fucking demon, that woman. If she's even a woman, I'm not sure. She's a succubus. She could be. She could be a succubus. I believe. It's just a. It's just the hilar. It's the hilarity of the of the. It's the double standard. The picture. The picture when they're side by side with Ariana Grande and some like uh, unknown some singer, uh, old, elderly Almost black asleep. heavy set woman, and he's literally falling asleep on his hands. <laughs> <laughs> he, looks, he looks like he's just about ready to to, to, to call it a day. <laughs> I don't like I don't like his wife one fucking bit. Apparently he doesn't either. But I love that dude. I mean, yeah, Clinton, he's Clinton the best. has always been kind of semi. He's always been even if you weren't a Democrat. But, can get back to the Ric Flair thing. Um, you know who Bill Burr is, Tom? Yeah, yes. big fan, comedian. Yeah, he had something yeah, to do fan. with the. Yeah, he had something to do with that thirty thirty thing, or he was there, or something. I'm not sure, but he was on the TV the other night, and he said, as far as he was concerned, Ric Flair was the funniest human being on the planet. And they said, well, why? And he said, because he's fucking full on, one hundred percent Ric Flair. And I said, well, what do you mean? Sure. He said, well, I. They they asked him, well, you know, like cause he said, he you know he never ran from anything in that thirty for thirty thing. You know, he, he owned up to being a, a cheater and all the rest. And they said, well, you know, are, do you think you're an alcoholic? And he says, I don't know. And uh, Burr goes, and then he, develop, he he gives us the line of the century. Uh, I, I'm not really sure if I'm an alcoholic because I've never, cried, never tried to quit drinking. <laughs> Which is pretty funny, actually. Yeah, that thirty uh, for thirty is kind of sad though if you listen to him because it's almost like he doesn't regret anything, but in his voice you can tell that he's kind of regretting well, his lifestyle. Well, but he's he Rick admitted fucking like, you know, he never, he never should have been, he never should have been a married man, and he never should have had kids because he said I, you know, he went home. I can't remember when it was, but he he went home and he said I was home for a day and I was in fucking hell. 
I didn't want yeah. to be there. He couldn't I hated burn it off. I, I, I want to be Ric Flair, which has got nothing to do with any of this stuff. Um, for a quick sports update, it's uh, LSU 33, Miami 3. Uh, oh, did yeah. LSU kick a field goal? Yeah. My feed is behind. I'm watching it on my DirecTV app on my phone and just saw a hell of a catch by the LSU receiver. Ching, I'm, I'm ching. Reveling in, yeah, I'm but, reveling uh, yeah, in. LSU, LSU over Miami. Stomping the piss out of, uh, out of Miami. Actually, he didn't catch it, so now here comes the field goal. 54 yards, it, son it, of a bitch. Yeah, watch it, though. He barely made her. Right, barely making is better than what I could do. I wouldn't make it, it 20 it, yards. It, it hit the bar and hopped over, but... Uh, You're just full oh, of yeah, well, that, tonight, aren't you? you know, there again, full <laughs> disclosure when we talk about sporting events. When I say somebody sucks at sports, that just means they suck for an NFL player, which means they're still, I don't know, five better minutes than everybody better else. Than me. Yeah, you know, they're still yeah. five million times better than just about anybody else on the planet. So don't take that wrong if I say, like we did it, you know, I, I, those guys, they blow. They're not very good. That's all relative to uh, that they're, they're pretty awesome to be. You, know, you don't suck. Nobody sucks in the NFL. Even the worst quarterback in the NFL, you know. Uh, I got a lot of jokes just go away there. Michael Sam. No, they don't. (laughs) You take take the worst uh, backup quarterback in the NFL and take him down to a college or a high school and let him throw the ball. And it will become readily apparent that that guy is much, much better than those guys. He just isn't as good as some of the NFL dudes. That's all. I know that. I'm just saying there was a good joke. Like when you see that video where they take Jared Goff down to the, uh, I think it's a Division II college, and pretend he's a walk-on, and he starts yeah. throwing the ball, and even and those guys are going, holy shit! Like he's not even trying. <laughs> no, he takes a he takes a three-step drop, but he he does it in slow motion and barely moves his arm and throws you know a fifty-yard strike to a guy running down the sidelines, and they're all like, holy shit! Yeah, okay, well he's Jared Goff. I mean. He might not be the greatest NFL quarterback, but he's still an he NFL bad. quarterback. And, yeah, he there's a bad. reason I'll he's an NFL much. quarterback. Yeah, no, he don't suck by a long shot. But like I said, there's a reason he's an NFL quarterback and not uh, flipping fries at McDonald's. There was something else for that, Luber. Uh, there was something else that came out about on, uh, on that Ric Flair uh, the photo shoot where I guess he feels healthy enough to be the same old Rick. For a while, he was, uh, after his near-death experience, he was very uh, somber and very, like, happy to be alive and kind of lost lost that 24-7 nature boy deal for a, a little bit of time. Uh, but he, he's sitting there as cocky as ever, and something came up. I don't know how it came up, but he's like, uh, well, it's better than inducting Larry Zabisco. Apparently, he uh, <laughs> he he was mocking Larry Zabisco's Hall of Fame induction, and, and Charlotte, out of character, says, "Dad, can we cut that?" And Flair goes, "No, keep it in." So he he wasn't <laughs> happy about that. The no, keep it in part. He used to he used to slip all the time with Conrad and say shit to the general public on the podcast and you know uh Conrad would kind of just move on and not even acknowledge it but like 
that used to be a treat for me when he would have enough beer in him or whatever he may have been drinking during those days. He well, would he slip was, and he just, would go to that. Uh, he would say something totally fucking outrageous, and there'd be silence. Yeah. And then he would always go. And then he would always go to that. Well, am I wrong in saying that, Conrad? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know what uh, I'm saying, Conrad? <laughs> Looking for what justification. Was that, <laughs> what was that fucking saying? It's like it's just like that. It's it, it was his ver. It was his oh um. God damn it! It was his version of "Here's the thing." He always said it. Uh, I know what you're saying. I know what you're talking about, Tim. You bet. Yeah, I don't know his exact terminology, but he had a go-to line. Oh, that he does was, that make uh, sense? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, right. Does that make sense, Conrad? Meaning, basically, I just told you the truth, and uh, or at least yeah. the truth as I see it, anyway. And and uh, don't you go pissy on well, me. Well, I'll just say it since he said it on the air before. And I doubt Conrad's listening. I don't think he would be mad at me. Because it was on the air. It could probably be found somewhere if it's, uh, you know, looped somewhere. But he uh, he was drunk one show and said, you know, when Laura died and came back to life, he said, that's because he took nine nine Viagra. He told me. And Conrad's just like, okay, <laughs> so we're, uh, and, you know. Well, that's another one where they don't really want to shine any light on uh you know, however, what is Jerry Lawler's what? I don't even know. Seventy, late late sixties, late sixties. And the guy apparently, apparently the the word that Flair got from Lawler uh, was that he was going to that uh, Bahamas show and wanted to really experience Ever. his younger girlfriend, uh, yeah. make it quite a trip to, to remember. The, and he took to nine Viagra. And then flew right to Raw, and his heart was a little bit not used to that. But uh, that's not confirmed. We weren't in the room. It could be just a uh, scuttlebutt of a rumor. It could have been Dolph Ziggler's nine elbows. Well, Uh, either way. Nate, are you by any chance watching the board? Yeah, I'm watching it. Oh, okay, because I'm not. Either 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 way, that's a hard sell. Oh boy! We're gonna to have to have a Tim and Tom special on Nate Bush, I think, here pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> Nate the Millennial. Oh, no matter what Lawler did, we can't be hard on him. Huh. Well, no. It was a rock solid plan. I mean. It's hard for a man that age to get a younger girlfriend. All kinds of stiff competition out there. Anything, Tim? Is the <laughs> mic on up there in Canada? Ladies and gentlemen, you've just witnessed why men can't jump, jump the shark. Right oh. there. It just happened. <laughs> Downhill from here. Did anything happen this week? Because that was like where we, where we started this Sunday night thing to kind of... Surmise you know, it was a fairly quiet week. The, the nothing really sports-wise. Nothing. Oh, what do you? What do you? What is anybody's take on the uh, the, the Raiders fucking self-destructing and trading away their best player for nothing? You got two first-round uh, picks out of it. Oh, big whoopty fuck! So what? They should have just paid the guy. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Oh shit! You can't. I mean, you don't I, find I like, guys like you don't find guys like that. Too too many places, so 
Trading them away seems not, kind of weak. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that John Gruden's a shit coach and that I called that he would be a shit coach. But the season hasn't even started, and he's already traded away one of the best linebackers in the league for Jack shit. What did I tell you? Well, they, their story today was that he wouldn't they he wouldn't report, and they didn't expect that he was going to. Pay him, so and he showed him. up. What you do is pay the guy. Well, I'm just telling you what their story is. They're dumbasses. Um, I don't know. I thought it was a, a rather bad move on their part. I'll just put it that way. It was. I it was stupid. Uh, I like the Bears to be much improved this season before that move. So it only I mean, yeah, but the only thing belief. I'm yeah, but the only thing with the Bears I'm not so sure about is they got a they got a nice rookie quarterback there that nobody really knows. Nice second year. He was all right last year. Well, I, I think they had him. I think they had some shackles on him last year. Uh, we'll South like Carolina, there, but they should be better. Yes, but then they've been bad for so long. And they picked up some good receivers too. Did anybody say? Yeah. Did anybody say Mike Glennon and twenty-three million dollars? Can you say that in the same sentence? I, I told everybody how fucking stupid that was. There was a Glennon's a decent game manager. I said, no, he's not. Glennon's goddamn awful, and people fucking uh, thought that he should be starting. I watched Mike Glennon play in Tampa Bay, and that seven, that six foot seven goofy looking bastard couldn't complete a fucking pass. He's a goddamn. Yeah, I don't waste. care if he's a, if he's good at time management. He can't throw the football or shit. He, he so, sucks. I never. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I won't. You know, I won't go crazy on him, but I'm not a big fan of his. Um, As we speak, just 20 minutes away from me. Uh, such stars as Kendrick Lamar and the gigantic ass and titty Nicki Minaj are performing free at Maiden America on the Ben Franklin Parkway. And uh, last night, Meek Mill, Philadelphia's own, uh, played, if that's what you call rapping, um, to the audience. And guess who was in attendance? Not two. one, but two Philadelphia 76ers, and not together. Guess which two? <laughs> well, Joel and Ben Simmons, Simmons and Markel Fultz. Nope, no, Joel and Ben Simmons. Uh, Nate's got it. Ding, ding, ding for the guy from West Virginia. And they weren't together, but they they were spotted in the audience. Well, two, two things I want to say about that. Why is Nicki Minaj performing at a Made in America show when she's British? That seems a little odd. Um, she was like an uh, island chick or something, know, but you're right. She's not American. Yeah, that seems kind of odd to me. Um, B, I, did, I, I think I read today somewhere that Ben Simmons was on the – there was rumors running around that he was done with – that him and Miss Jenner had parted company. So maybe you got lucky <laughs> yeah, and he got out of that. And he got Go out of that say mess. what you said, DR. Say what you posted on Twitter. What, what's that? Say what you posted on Twitter about that. Uh, they're done, yeah. I, I just said, uh, I don't actually remember. I remember the gist. I don't remember the, I'd have to paraphrase, you you, but I said. You said that she kept wanting him to shoot, but he all he did was pass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn near pissed myself when I read that. <laughs> Every time he got close, he kept passing. Something like that. Yeah. 
But yeah, he was already at the concert, so, and so was so he's Embiid. At the concert. Embiid's at the concert, so where is uh, Fultz is still off somewhere getting his head together, or what's the story? No, he was at the concert. They only spotted him at the part where they said, wave your hands in the air, and Fultz couldn't do it. Yeah. Well, he's he's like he just don't care. He, he got upset, and his management team had to take him home. Yeah, Fultz he was, is really yeah, that's, that's He's a really good point. Dumb, he's really dumb, How but dumb we can't blame he? the guy. He couldn't ask questions in school. Yeah, exactly. And uh, the, the, they, DJ Khaled made a special appearance and said, no. put your head out of up. And that's the only reason he wasn't spotted, because he had the imbalance to come back. <laughs> DJ Khaled arrived and said, between. DJ Khaled, put your hands up, another one, and they paid him $6 million. In between. Somebody between besides us. Uh, are you saying something to him? I'm sorry. Well, they say he was standing between Simmons and uh, Embiid, and when they put when they put their arms up in the air, nobody could see him. Right, right. right. Somebody besides us busted Coward for his lack of whatever talent, Coward? ability, whatever the fuck. Let's call it. Yeah, what it is, somebody. On, it was it was Kevin Hart and um, the female who played be, Tracy, Tiffany Haddish. She uh, oh, well, she played the two big names in comedy right now. Yeah, they were on in, uh, the one of those awards, the most recent awards, MTV, and they were they were talking about kids that keep their uh, heads in the phones and don't study at school. Uh, she said, "Don't believe, don't believe your teachers when they say you're going to end up being nothing. You could always be DJ Khaled." And it was a direct. <laughs> It was a direct uh, shade, as they say. And Coward was so dumb, he's got his kid and I guess his old lady with him, and he laughed like like that was a compliment joke. And they were just like, okay, then. And inside his head, he's, he was probably thinking, God damn, they're, that's, they're so close to the, to the truth of it. And yet, let me count my millions of dollars. Somehow. Well, I mean, have a a look at all those kind of... I mean, that stuff is all um, subjective. I mean, there are are TV stars and actors and singers that, I don't know, I look at a lot of people and go, why in the fuck does anybody want to watch this person? They're not entertaining. And yet they're multimillionaires and big names and... Something come and go, but you know, he he found a niche there somewhere. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to pick on millennials too much, but that that age group, they just, they don't want to think about anything. So there's a, there's a beat, and that's really all they care about. And they can dance to it, and that's all there really is to it. Millennial money spins just like old yeah, people. Yeah, lyrics. That lyrics aren't that important. Because uh, nobody really wants to think about anything because they're too busy. Melody, melody is gone. Yeah. But what is odd Thinking. is that what you were talking about earlier about how great professional athletes are, even the worst professional athlete is better than the layman. That can't be said about certain art forms such as DJ Khaled. I well, uh, I am certain I could do an MC job where I came out before a hot-ass-looking J-Lo 
uh, to to a background beat of an already successful song and go, put your hands up, give it up for J Lo. Yeah, to to twenty five thousand people who really wanted to be there. I don't think it's all that. And difficult. then and then leave and collect my check. I I uh, my completely money. believe he's not a talented guy. Coming from a guy who's DJ'd and who you know, if given the right equipment and and everything, could produce like he does. And I've been on, had to do stuff on my feet, like improvisation and things like that. I know I can do better than that dude. No, you take him and you look at uh, some of the top, and I don't want to pick on rap music because it does have its place in the pile. But when you look at the well, you take the beat. Well, no, because old school rap music, I wasn't a big fan of it, but at least there was a point to that. You know, it was black guys off, who were legitimately off the street, who were poor, who were trying to, you know, vent, basically, I guess you could say. When you got guys like, I mean, look at how much time and money Eminem spent on the whole racket that he was just a you know, poor white boy when he never was. That's all bullshit. I mean, he didn't grow up a multimillionaire, but he didn't grow up, uh, uh, you know, he didn't live on the inner streets like he talks about in Detroit and all that. That's all nonsense. I saw some pictures the other day of where he grew up. But, I, uh, I don't know talent, his background, but I... I but, I, but, I mean, he work. at least, okay, he his songs at least, he's got some lyrics. You might not like he's it, but at least good. there's something there. But he's very you move on to like the You move on to the Biebers of the world. Where oh yeah, Justin Bieber just dropped his new, he just dropped his hold new on. single called Baby, and the fucking lyrics are Baby, 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 I wish you were my baby, 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 Baby. And hold on now. Credits, and it took fourteen guys to write that. Nine, I looked it up. Well, whatever, but still. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna surprise you on this, okay? Oh, now, Christ, don't you dare. Now hold on, hold on. Let me make my point, you goddamn prick. All right. Justin Bieber's music is produced by, I believe it is, um, I believe it's uh, Puff Daddy, P Diddy, whatever the fuck his name is. It's produced by a fucking computer and a Yamaha Yamaha keyboard. Yeah. That any fucking idiot can do. I I get that. But. The stuff they don't tell you, and, and the shit they're putting out for him is awful. I hate it. It sounds like shit. Okay. However, the guy, the the kid, Justin Bieber, the person, I is actually a, a hell of a musician. If you ever watch him play, he's a very good drummer. He can play an instrument. Self-taught like, seven, seven instruments. And yeah, some YouTube actually, videos with no help. Yeah, that he's got actually, him discovered to make the yeah, shit. That's what I, got him discovered was the fact that he actually is a good musician. Now the I popcorn, give cotton candy shit they're putting out for him is awful. His commercial but, music is shit. And oh yeah, I agree, hundred percent. But that doesn't take away from the fact that the kid is a talented musician. Okay, but lots of people are talented musicians. That doesn't make that so what. I'm just saying his product that people gobble up is garbage. Well, but that's not his. That's not the, his the, fault. The original, the original point. The original point was he does have talent, whereas Khaled has none, and we could do Khaled's. Now, we could well, do Bieber's music today 
with all the with all the fucking uh, effects. You and I, it. Tom, but if we had an he engineer. Sung, he sung a cappella when he was a kid. Well, then he then he has really been railroaded because he is not using a tenth of his talent, then, which is sad. Uh, well, I mean, he's just about he's just about done. I mean, uh, the argument the argument is then who would? I mean, if you if you're a great singer or great whatever, and they tell you to uh, change it, and we can make you 150 million dollars a year, or you can just be a pure artist and play fucking coffee well, houses and have the respect of those dudes. I'm I taking the shit you music. Could be, uh, you could be Alanis Morissette, who, whose first album was a fucking dance album. And she didn't want to do it. And they told her, well, that's what that's what's popular. You're kind of, you're semi-hot. You get out there and shake your ass and you do dance tunes. And she said, fuck that shit and wouldn't do it. And put out that other, which admittedly I'm not that big a fan of. But that whatever I think it's called jagged little pill or whatever, and the fucking thing sold twenty million copies. So, but that was at a time in music when you could do that. You can't do that anymore. Well, you can still do it digitally, just singles instead of albums now. That's all. It's just one Canadian hating on another one. They're trying to be uh, just trying Bieber, to make themselves Justin Bieber's albums, but what you can buy with his name on them—that's music right now—is garbage. That anybody could do with a computer. Oh, that's that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not, not saying he's not capable of of more because maybe that, he is. That's not uh, what Nate or I are, are disagreeing with. Uh, we're not fans of his product either. But no, he shouldn't be. He, he shouldn't be lumped into the non-talent that's just got pushed because of whatever. Mm, he, he I've got, never seen he, much proof that he could do much else. So I'll have to. I'll as have a child, as a uh, child, he was uploading YouTube videos and winning talent contests, singing and you know jumping on the drums and doing et cetera, singing a cappella. He's a very and good he, drummer. Very and he made good. his he made his uh, uh, you know viral videos, and then all of a sudden. The guy Scooter Braun took management and then brought him into the places of the well, world we live in now. You, and who's you who's guys to say when his voice changed, uh, you know, from age like 16 to 17 to 18, whatever, that he can still sing at all? Who knows? But at that time, when he was a young, unsigned artist, he was very good. I have to be honest with you. I'm not that sure that probably... Yeah, that might be. I bet you three quarters of the pop star types, none of them can sing. I bet you more than that. It's all, it's all augmented. It's all auto-tuned. You know, if you can even carry a note a little. I mean, you there's videos out there like even of Britney Spears, who admittedly is not that good a singer, but no. in Vegas where they where they show her and they turn the backing track off and she's still singing. And it's good God, you you and I, I mean, okay, Tom, you actually aren't that bad a singer. I have no singing voice at all, and I could sing as good as her. I mean, it was just horrific. It was kind of like, you know, who let the who let the 12-year-old on the mic? Because, you know, she's, she's out of tune. She doesn't know the words. Uh, but then I think that, you know, that's, that, the music industry changed, though. The days when, like, I'm old enough that, you know, back in the 70s and 80s, when there was none of that shit available, if you really couldn't sing... You could kind of fuck it up a little bit in the studio, but the proof came out pretty fast that, you know, as soon as you went on tour, okay, well, 
you really guys really aren't very good, and you were you were done. Whereas girl, now you know they it. take girl, you know it, girl, you know yeah. It. Now they take <laughs> yeah. You know they were backtracking, and I mean, you can get away with doing live shows now and not being able to sing shit. People like Madonna and all that. Not that she can't sing, but she doesn't. You know, she's too busy dancing in her shows and all that. She hasn't got time to sing. And if she was, you'd definitely know it because she'd be panting like a like a moose. That's what she likes to do, man. She just wants to dance with somebody. Well, that's, uh, that's, that's not even her song. Madonna. Yeah, that's not Madonna. I know. But, uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess Opera, it's kind it? of, you know, to, no, to, to equate it to the wrestling Opera. thing. Who the fuck sings that song? Whitney Houston. Yeah, that's Whitney who it was. Yeah, I mean that the, it's kind of like the wrestling thing. Music changed, and that became acceptable, and everybody does it. Touchdown not Miami. Not very many artists that don't. What's that? Touchdown Miami. Touchdown Miami. Thirty-three to ten. That's all right. Oh, I got yeah. it's thirty-six and a half to ten by the spread. So yeah, I'm it ain't. Fine. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't getting done. We're safe at this point. And we got one more game to go tomorrow, where I believe we both picked. Uh, Boys better take uh, tech. Yeah, I think it's Virginia Tech against um, uh, Florida, da, 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 da. Florida State. Fucking yeah, Nate just killed our tech. Nate just fucking killed it. Like, is he no, took I, it? I just, yeah, I'm not saying it. that they're going to cover it. I'm just saying I like Virginia Tech. That's all. We took it before him. They're close to home. No, we took it too, both of us. And, I'm not uh, saying they're going to do it. I'm just saying I'm rooting for them. Well, all three of us on the same pick is, is done. We're well, doomed. Florida State, man. Florida State's shit. I'm gonna put a million on Florida State if I have, if I can borrow a million. <laughs> you know you know what? A million fucking crumbles of cat food. You motherfucking million pesos, baby. Maybe. Pesos. <laughs> it's about ten dollars and thirty six cents. Ten bucks. I might even be able to scrap up ten bucks. All right. Fuck. I'm not spoiled on a result, Nate. But another thing I liked. Was that what WWE would never do today? Was in that battle royal pre-show, mm-hmm. all ego, Ethan Page, whoever he is. Uh, it's not the other Page from the Bullet Club. It's another dude. Yeah, it's not Hangman uh, Page. No, uh, this chick was in the final four. I don't even know her name, but anyhow, uh, he kicked her right in the fucking face outside the ring, mm. and I love that shit because it's equality. It's all that other shit. Well, yeah. Blah, 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 if blah. you're going to do intergender matches, then you got to do them. And that means the chick's got to yeah. take the bumps the dudes take. And if she can't yeah. or won't, then then let's not bother. Then let's not do it. But if I mean, let's be realistic. Uh, you know, I used to watch. Uh, they used to have it on. Um, what the fuck was that lucha shit that was on TV there for a while? Yeah, and it you know the. The chick would come out and she'd lay her super moves on the guy, and then the guy would, you know, he'd body slam her or something. But she never really uh, took the absolute horrific moves because she probably couldn't, I guess. But and then, I mean, Christ, they had they had a woman was their fucking champion for a while, which was just like, come on. No offense to females, but there's no way in in combat arts. Uh, I mean, you might find the odd female that could hang with a, a regular man, but uh, you're trying to tell me that a 132-pound Charlotte Flair is going to beat up Braun Strowman. I mean, come on. Let's be real. I find it hard to believe that a beastly-looking Roman Reigns can beat up Braun Strowman. 
Poor robot. I I have a uh, '80s throwback man crush that I saw on the uh, on the pre-show battle royal. I want to hear this. I I I like that one, Brian Cage. He's uh, that's a throwback. He's Jack to the gills. He, I mean, I've seen it. He's been around. He's been. He was on Lucha Underground. Um, he he does ricochet like flips, but he's like six foot one or two and fucking jacked like the eighties guys. Yeah, uh, I guess yeah, that's I'm why WWE. He's good. He's good. Yeah. So when you said eighties flashback, I thought you meant somebody who was from the eighties. You know, well, Billy Gunn was on there too. Yeah, oh, right. that's not oh, Billy Gunn. Right. That's Cute Kip. Damn it. Q-tip, yeah. Q-tip, you say, eh? Q-tip. No, I'm going with (laughs) Q-tip. You know, I've been watching a lot of ECW lately, uh, old ECW from like the mid-90s. Let me tell you a team that I felt didn't get their just dues in in tag team wrestling. That was the Eliminators, man. They were awesome. I really liked them. Cronus, dude, man, Cronus was underrated as shit. Dude was three hundred pounds doing backspring uh, uh, flips and shit. It's insane. Cool. I, uh, I I did ISPW with uh, Cronus, Don Montoya, Derek Domino, seconded by uh, T.R. Shock and John Cronus, did a three way dance to somehow. Promoter Tommy Fierro kind of pulled a what's being pulled on you, Nate, and I I was in the match, but I didn't care. That's what I wanted to do anyway. So I had the pleasure of getting punched in the face by Cronus, and he was he was light. He was a nice guy. Had his demons. Died at age 38, and uh, that tape is available at ISPW.com. At least it used to be. Um, if if miserable Steen fans listening to try to to tweet that I that I that it did happen, <laughs> don't you love your and haters? No, and, and he he and nobody listens to the show, but he updates everything that that's said. So yeah, you know while nobody you're listens, not listening, nobody listens to the show. But here's exactly what was said on the show. Yeah, yeah, I heard from Faggot. some guy who didn't listen. Yeah, I heard from some guy that never listens either. That this that he doesn't said. listen either, but uh, I heard from him quick, that some other guy told him. Quick from update. Angola. Quick update here. Uh, my promise convention from two years ago would have been way bigger than StarCast. It's not my fault. Blame Tom for finding a legit venue, and don't blame me for ignoring it. Hashtag boom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I saw that. That guy just does not fucking give up. I saw that, and I I, I hesitate to to go with it because I mean I, I get the point. But did I ever suggest a venue? I don't remember. Tim, you want to handle that one? Yeah, I think you may have once. When it was initially brought up, I think there was serious talk about, uh, or not serious talk, but as serious as the talk ever got, about that uh, you might be willing to cross the the border to New Jersey. Okay. I mean, I, I, uh, I, could, I could possibly remember myself saying that 
the guy that I did the comedy shows with who has a lot of money, maybe I was trying to pitch that to him, but I, I don't yeah, remember. I think, I think it was more the angle was is that there was no way that Last was ever leaving the, you know, he's, he's not going to go more than 30 miles from home probably. Or maybe to, and that was what, his jersey, right? So there might be a possibility that that would be a, a place he might go to because he wasn't going any further than that. So I think was the angle from what I recall. But I could be wrong on that, but that seems to pop into my head for some reason. Been a while since I listened to any of those. I did, I did in full disclosure, I did listen to episode, I believe, I want to say it was 42. In the 40s, anyway, and you were hosting, and it was just like traveling in a, in a, in a time machine. I, I I don't listen to many of the old things. I, I do keep up. I mean, I'm you know, uh, water under the bridge or not, uh, bridge, I guess, is not uh, destroyed with me because I still enjoy some of the show. I enjoy Jerry Gray stories. I very much like going back and listening to the top ten because they have no age. Uh, there's no time constraints on those. Like they're funny. Yeah. You know, they're they're not dependent on what was going on in pop culture at that time or any of that. They they're funny regardless. So I get a kick out of them. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I don't know, Nate. Why you're that, being quiet over there? Yeah, other than that, I got nothing to say about it. What's Nate doing? Kay Faber? I don't know. Did we lose him? <clears throat> we might have. Let me have a look. I wasn't really, as I said, I, I wasn't looking at the board, so. Um, well, no, it says he's here. I don't know if he was at home. Did he say he was at home or still working? Nah, yeah. he's somewhere else, and he, maybe he can't do things right now. Yeah, yeah. All right, fair enough. Um, well, we'll just we'll just forge on until he reappears. I forgot uh, there was a sub. So, oh, uh, I gotta say it so I don't forget to say it. Tragedy yesterday uh, down by the Philadelphia airport. Uh, an old friend of mine, not somebody I've seen recently by any means, um, Nate Keener, who wrestled under the name Nate Hatred. Uh, and the hatred was just going with his gimmick of a uh, painted face and just being a mean, crazy bastard. It had nothing to do with what millennials would you know, uh, associate it with now. Fair enough. Um, he, he ended up in CZW when they had TV, Combat Zone Wrestling. And got tied into that fucking um, light tube shit and all that. And, it, you know, it really sucked for me because he went to a school ran by the guy who played Chubby Dudley briefly in ECW, Bay Ragney. And Frank, no more is his real name, he wrestled as Frank Cody. They had a school very close to my house in Darby. So, 95, I mean... I'd be down there, and uh, there'd be guys like Stevie Richards would come through to work out, and and my buddy Harley Lewis, et cetera, et cetera. But Nate, uh, if I was 25 back then, Nate must have been 18 or 19. And, you know, it's on a much smaller level, but they always say Kurt Angle picked up pro wrestling faster than anybody they've ever seen. Nate, within like two weeks, was like already ready to work. Like he didn't need to do back bumps or run the ropes or front bumps. He already did it. He like picked it up so quick. 
And, uh, you know, I haven't, like I said, I haven't seen him. I don't know what his life was going through or whatever. You know, all I know is there was a one vehicle accident that hit a pole with one passenger and he passed away Mm. probably around 42 yesterday afternoon. So rest in peace, big man. Uh, let us, uh, Sorry that it didn't turn out for you like you wanted. Let us hope that that was not um, something in the bad area. And that the guy yeah, had, uh, not. No, well, not that there was anything in the good area that a guy dies, but you know, I have heard you know, like it was the the, the, the savage thing. You know, had a heart attack and car went off the road and you're dead kind of deal, as opposed to some other things that can that come to mind that I hope it was not. Yeah, me too. Yeah, really like good kid. <clears throat> um, let's talk Sorry about if you guys were looking bit. for me. I had to step away. I had to step away for a second. Oh. No, no, we don't have to do that. So back to our regularly scheduled programming. What? I, uh, I I could I could say one more thing about that. Uh, a little a little spooky thing. Um, the CZW curse, if you will. Um, I was only around CZW one time. Uh, I went there when I was making a half-hearted attempt at wrestling for other people. And the Rockin' Rebel, who shot his wife and himself, answered the back door and escorted me in. Oh, Tom, how you doing? He's my buddy when I got bigger. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of Rockin' Rebel, but whatever. So he's dead. I see... Uh, the backseat boys, Trent Acid and Johnny Cashmere, who I used to go to ISPW with. Trent Acid had died at age 29. There's a kid named Chris Cash in the dressing room who had a lot of potential. He died in a motorcycle accident when he was like he was still there. He was like in his early 20s. And now Nate at 40-something, just not not, not you, Nate, Nate, Nate Hatred, yeah, died. Yeah. Died yesterday afternoon, and that's just off the top of my head. Four people that died very young that were in that dressing room the night I was there, just you know, ten years ago or something. But yeah, and Johnny Cashmere announced that he was gay, which is almost as bad. I'm just <laughs> kidding, Johnny. Cashmere. Damn. <laughs> but Johnny Cashmere, uh, I'm spiraling off a little bit. But Johnny Cashmere, uh, uh, he was a stud. Him and Trent Acid pulled all kinds of pussy. And Johnny Cashmere was Sonny's boyfriend for at least several months. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he announced he was gay and has never turned back from what I understand. So maybe Sonny turned him gay. Well, who knows? That could be possible. She's still in the Sports update yeah, I think 33 so. to 16. Still Tim not just, worried. Tim just spoiled my no. uh, my lagging I'm behind DirecTV. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not, not worried. That's pretty sad, you know, when you live in the United States and I'm getting the, the feed faster than you up here. Well, I'm also on the Internet. I'm not on my cable. Oh, still, though. There's a little bit of a, a delay. Yeah, I suppose. Because they have I'm to get it from the feed and then send it to the iPad that I I'm watching, watching it, on. it on. I know sometimes, like I get, I get the uh, uh, you know ABC, CBS from uh, I think it's Seattle. I get them, 
And I, I've even noticed if I go to the sports network, there's the covering the game. If they cover the game too, that they're not. I'm getting the feeds at different speeds even then. Well, satellite TV is much quicker than cable TV. I've, I've learned this. Or excuse me, cable TV is quicker, but satellite uh, has more options. If that makes any sense, like cable TV, you usually just get your feed and that's it. Where satellite, you get like East Coast, West Coast. Um, oh, I usually have, the picture's I have all better that on my cable. I guess. Yeah, see, uh, I have. Uh, where we have Tom and I have satellites, so you know. Yeah, I get the, uh, the East Coast and the West Coast feeds in case I'd like to watch something later in the evening or earlier, for that matter. Yeah, I'm thinking not for long direct TV, unless you cut us a check to be our sponsor, because you know, uh, all three of us have have not exactly uh, blown the trumpet of Major League Baseball. But the Phillies are uh, somewhat still in a pennant race. Uh, some would say they're out, but they got two bad teams coming up. Um, anyhow, I cannot watch the Phillies, and I cannot watch the Sixers or Flyers. Remember that deal I went with? One station shows one, and one shows the other. The A station shows the Sixers, which I need. And if I, and then I went and got the package, and the package would block it out. To Philadelphia. So, uh, DirecTV better cut a check to why men can't jump pretty soon because I'm going somewhere else for the Sixers if you don't get me straight. It's it's hard. Uh, I don't know what the blackout rules are for basketball or football in the States, but, like, for hockey up here, if you don't – like, it it really makes no sense. Like, uh, I can't get – I can't get, like, Toronto home games. Right. I can't watch them. And I'm like, Fucking why? Who I wants can't them? Go to the ga- That's I what I mean. Go to the, the, game, the market wants so, them. Yeah, <laughs> how, how is this fucking up the market any? But their logic is, well, the team that's in your area, which for my luck is the fucking Oilers, they're playing. So we want you to watch that. And your local advertisers want you to watch that. So that's the game you get. Well, a lot of it goes into the uh, the, the Fox Sports channels because you got a lot yeah, on DirecTV. That's DirecTV because I know my local team down here for NBA is the uh, Cavaliers. So they get blacked out. Um, like if they're on a certain like I know on League Pass I can't watch the Cavaliers sometimes because they're but, local. See, but that makes no. But that's our whole point. That makes no sense. It, it doesn't. West but Virginia can't go to a Cleveland Cavalier game. Well, I suppose I it could, can, but, but it'd be silly. But I understand. <laughs> I understand them blocking out the like they used to do up here for the football. The game would be blacked out until it was sold out. And once the stadium was sold out, then they'd put it back on television. They do that down in Tampa to get people yeah, to go to what, the games. What, what point did it, you know, it didn't matter at that point. I and mean, we can't get any more people at the game, so what does it matter whether it's on TV or not? Well, I know they, they black it out because we have uh, Fox Sports Ohio is one of our um, our package channels. Uh, you get your Fox Sports Ohio, and that's where the Cavs games air. So if you want to watch the Cavs game, most of the so time you, you buy, watch Fox Sports Ohio. Like, I don't know what, what's the equivalent. Like, we have NHL center ice. I buy, I buy NBA that, League I Pass. 
I can watch whatever I want. But the fucking yeah, shit. I buy NBA League Pass every year, and I watch basically just just to keep up with the Wolves and for the show. Yeah, now. I wouldn't. I, uh, I buy it. Every I wouldn't. Year. Pay I got an email the other money. day that it's set to renew into uh, this month. Yeah, um, like, uh, what center ice is like what is, bucks or something? Uh, the NBA is, pass for the whole season is $200. What is, uh, um, Nate Bush, where you're located? You just said that Cleveland, I guess, would be your home basketball team. How I close suppose. are you to, how close are you to Cincinnati? Mm, three and a half hours. Not that far. In the giant uh, scheme of things. Three and a half to four, depending on traffic. My old friend, Kid Chris, who has a hell of a radio show, very funny, uh, is the morning guy on WEBN in Cincinnati. Do you pick that up where you're at? Mm, I mean, radio-wise, it's hard to pick up radio down here because of all the mountains. Um, the radio station I work at, we're lucky if we can get, you know, 45 miles of signal uh, one way or another. It's just the mountains, man. They're a hindrance, especially when it comes to cell phone services. You guys have talked to me on the phone, and you know it's a pain I've sometimes. Never, cause... I've never noticed. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, picking up out of Cincinnati is not exactly uh, easy to do. Because um, with where I'm located, I'm legitimately – Four hours, four, four hours minimum to, to everything. I'm four hours from Cincinnati. I'm about three and a half to four from Lexington. I'm four or so from Louisville. Five from Charlotte. Five from Pittsburgh. Five from Cleveland. Four from Columbus. Um, everything's like four to five hours away. I'm right in the dead center. Basically, you are the asshole of that part of the world. Basically. Because if Logan, if there needed to have, if there needed to be an enema, this place would be where they shove the tube. Uh, Fair enough. Strangely enough, I'm five and a half hours from Pittsburgh, coming from a different direction, I guess. But yeah, uh, it's a shame that Pittsburgh doesn't have an NBA franchise because. Then we could meet in Pittsburgh and have the same travel and actually have a, a combined road trip. Now, Tim is probably about fucking two days in a, <laughs> a, flat, a, a flat, at least a flat earth from remember. Pittsburgh. So we'll have to work yeah, on I that one. I think when we looked, it was, it was what, 2,600 miles or something? Something on uh, It was 2,000 or something, I believe. It was fucking crazy. I looked. Because uh, I know I can't I'm, remember. I mean, from where I'm at, the way the road goes, I'm like five, six, seven. I'm probably ten hours just to get to the Montana border. To get to to get to where uh. I'm at, Tim is two thousand and eighty-two miles away from me. Yeah, it 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 would be crazy. It'd take me two or three days to get there. I'll pick you up an Uber if you'll pay. <laughs> I uh, I have stocks in Uber, so I can't. I can't. Tom, you you Tom are roughly seven and a half from me. Wow, just far just far enough to be a pain in the ass. Like you know, if you were six, I'd years. make the trip no problem. Seven and a half. Yeah, I you know, two, my, three four my... hours isn't too bad, but anything well, more than that begins. 
it depends what we're talking about because I am six. I'm not seven and a half. But <laughs> just keeping it real in case trouble, there's any ladies. Yeah, trouble is like if you're only like three or four hours away, you can leave somewhere like at noon. Be there, you know, by four four thirty. Go do something. You know, like if it was a game, let's say, and the game's well, maybe not a game because that maybe gets a little late. But you've still got time to drive home, and you know, you don't. You know, maybe maybe it takes you a day. But anything more than that, if it starts to get to be seven or eight hours, you, you're losing at least two days, maybe three, by the time you go somewhere, do something, turn around, come home. Fun story. Drove to Nashville, Tennessee one time, crossed the central timeline, played a show in Nashville. It was about an eight-hour trip, hopped in the car, drove home same day. Well, yeah, you can do that. I used to drive to Edmonton, which is about five and a half, maybe six I'd get up in the morning, drive there, do whatever I wanted to do during the go shopping or whatever, and fucking get in the car and drive home. But I couldn't do that now. Good Lord. I'm I'm to the point now, if it's more than three hours, I'm looking for a hotel. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I couldn't do that. I, I could maybe do it, but then I'd suffer for, for two, three days after. I wouldn't be able to do anything. So. Yeah, I wouldn't do that drive to Nashville right back. No way. Um Especially somewhere you haven't driven either. It's one thing to make the drive to a place you've been and you know the roads and uh, where to go and which way is the easiest way to go and all that sort of shit. But when it's somewhere where you've never been before, that can get it. It can get interesting. You know, Thomas, oh, have you ever driven that, in the country? Uh, I mean, have you ever driven in the country, Thomas? Oh yeah. Uh, uh, like on an unpaved uh, road. Uh, uh, I'm not a I'm not a fucking scenery guy at all. Like I've drove back and forth to Nashville several times and a lot of places. But uh um, bored to hell. Uh my my thing is like, oh there's a beautiful mountain and I'm like, oh there's not a fucking uh rest stop or an exit till 67 miles. What if I fucking blow a tire or something? <laughs> Fuck this. Get me out of this hell. I need somewhere to pull over. Yeah, I don't want to become uh, a statistic in uh, uh, that I'm murdered on a West Virginia back road somewhere. Uh, fucking, all, they all look like Nate, and you're trying to pick out which one are you, Nate? <laughs> Nate, it's you me. Know Nate Bush. Speaking yeah, of West Virginia, Bush, that motherfucker. Speaking of West Virginia, how about those Mountaineers this weekend? Adam, I think Tim Adam too. Yeah, I did pick them to win, so I can I can live with your gloating because I picked them. Damn, they put a beat down on Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to. Somebody should tweet Mr. McAdam about that. McAdam and Basilio are both, you know, Tennessee freaks. Huge Tennessee fans. I don't think Tennessee's got a whole lot this year from the looks of things. I didn't really. I don't think I watched Shame, that game. I heard uh, Tennessee volunteered for it. Uh, all right. We're next next week. We have to take the board away from Nate. We can't have that. <laughs> fucking can hear the fucking listeners running. <laughs> this will be the highest rated show. You watch. <laughs> you know, what I, is, I re- retire as of tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit! I know better. <laughs> I'll never quit. 
I want to go down there and pick me up some Nicki Minaj. <laughs> I don't know if I could. I'm not sure I could pick up Nicki Minaj. I don't know. Yeah, I she's pretty beefy. <laughs> I would. I would be on the bottom and let her do that fucking Yokozuna fucking squat uh, on my. You're a braver man than me, because there's just no way I let that crazy bitch anywhere near my junk. Ah, <laughs> uh, baby. Hold backwards and let, let me wrap my fucking thing, wrap my arms around your giant tits. Ah, shit. I don't know one of her, I don't know one oh, of her fucking songs. Not one. Uh, go watch the video for Anaconda. Just put it on mute. Just watch the video. The video is awesome. I've probably, I've probably seen her on that, but I, uh, I don't know them damn songs, but I would. Nah, I can't talk yeah. shit because the black girls I went out with who don't have the... Well, they have nice boobs, too, but her ass is getting a little too big, but... Uh, well, her ass is fake. With, yeah, but irregardless, uh, that that black pussy just sucks it out of me like a goddamn vacuum. I have no time with that. <laughs> like a milking I would machine, be, is it? Yeah, it's, or Hoover. It'd be fun for me. Electrolux. Yeah, it'd be fun for me, but she wouldn't be too satisfied, I don't think. Oh, who cares? <laughs> when did that matter? That's like being married, Tom. You gotta get what you need for yourself, and if you got anything left for the old lady, well, fine, but if not, oh well. You know, all spare in love and war. And Kendrick Lamar is supposed to be uh, one of the greatest of all time, and I don't know one of his songs either. He's actually pretty good. I'll give him credit. Pretty good at what? Like, his he, music, he actually. Just, his music's not terrible. His music's not terrible. Just, but does he just sing? Is that all he does? No, he's like he's like hip-hop, rap. Okay, but he doesn't play an instrument or anything. He just sings. Yeah, basically. Okay. Well, no, I'm just trying to, because I don't know shit about any of these guys. I know their names. Yeah. But, uh, he but he I, had I a pretty decent really album come out that wasn't too bad. So, uh, I think it was called he's The a, Pimp a Butterfly. It's pretty good. He's a critically acclaimed uh, Grammy-type rapper. He's a, I like, you know, I, I don't know anything past Run DMC uh, yeah. and Grandmaster Flash, but. That's all you uh, need to know. Yeah, there's some, you know, little Snoop. No, there's, Snoop. there's a pretty good chance, Tom, if the re- album was recorded and the first year of the uh, number of the year it was recorded is a two, you really probably don't need to listen to it all that badly. There's the odd thing. Uh, through, but, but, but not much. I mean, there's a few that creep up to be hits that are played a lot on though, and and I, I, I lie unintentionally because... Vinnie Paz and Jedi Mind Tricks literally is my neighbor. So he's on my Pandora. And I'll listen to him just because I knew him since he was a little kid. But other than that, nah, rap's not my game. See, like I said, there's the odd thing that comes along that catches my fancy. Like, I hate to, I hate to break it. To, I didn't really even want to tell Nate because now he'll gloat. Um, that new, I think it's uh, Rats by Ghost, I believe it is. Yep, is is listenable. Did it, wait, could you re, could you repeat that name of the song? The name of the band is Ghost. And no, the song is called the song. Rats. 
R A T S. Yes. Yeah. Well, it better be like Ring Rats. <laughs> well, no, I have to admit the video is fucking retarded. Ah, I, hell. I could, I couldn't even watch the video, but the song is not too it was, bad. It was filmed sixty days ago in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> special, special appearance by supermodel baby. Yeah, super fucking lazy. Oh, that was a flag. Yeah. <laughs> Watch Baby Cell in the new Ghost video. That fucking thing really, that was in here was three quarters the size of my car. Look out, boys. Miami's uh, driving Miami's right now. 3317 and Miami's driving. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They got to win by, they got to get like 60 points to, to make any difference now. How much time is it, man? I'm starting to get a little worried. Five and a half. You're good. No. They'd have to score the ball back and score again. Like they'd have to Good score, Lord, get a two-point conversion, get the ball back, score again, another two-point conversion. That's just to take a one-point lead. Yeah, that, mm. that's not nobody. It don't matter what it's because the spread was what twenty-three, thirty-three, twenty-three. I think. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Be, yeah, it was big. Uh, it was three, three and a half. But okay, yeah, they're, so they're not going to cover it. We were up twenty-three, get, so it made it. Twenty-six and a half. They still have to get uh, two touchdowns and a field goal in five minutes. I, mean, I guess it's not impossible, but I don't see it happening. Well, not with throws like that, you won't. That was just ugly. I'm behind still, so. <laughs> yeah, well, watch, watch, watch this. Yeah, watch. This, is, this is where it's painful. Wide open. I just got the pass interference call there. Yeah, he was wide open and they missed by fucking five feet. You're that far behind? Holy shit. There's a whole Games like that. Games like that for, for a gambler are so fucking frustrating because if somebody took the under because they thought that LSU might, you know, have a good defense again like they generally do. Yeah. And You'd be like, well, what the fuck? I'm I'm cool because it's 24 to whatever it was, 24 to three or something. At yeah. one point, yeah, like, you 30, know, 30 to three at one point. Yeah, so you're still way oh, under the total. God. Now all of a sudden, the fucking Miami wants to put all these bullshit points up to ruin your well, week. You get to, it. It's it's 24 to three, and the LSU coach decides that it's they're far enough ahead, and they put out the start throwing out second stringers. And then they score a touchdown or two, and then you start to, or, or they pull the starting quarterback and put in their second guy because they think the game's there. We go. That's what we needed to see. Don't nice. say LSU. it. LSU. Nice play by LSU. That's beautiful. Oh, son of a bitch. Hey, <laughs> uh, I'm just getting pissy because you're spoiling the game for me. Give before a move to Canada. Before I, before I forget. Uh, because I don't know what was said. Do either of you guys, or did either of you guys, see Nick Saban disrespect a female reporter? I didn't pay attention, honestly. No, but I can't say if it surprises me a whole lot. If he did, it wouldn't shock me. Well, he, I mean, uh, he said, she, he already apologized. He issued an apology today, which is fucking horrible. Unless he really did say something like anti-woman or something, but 
supposedly a sideline reporter who happened to be female asked him after the game something about why he didn't reveal a quarterback or something. Uh, I guess that's a legitimate question because we were pissed off that we didn't know who the fuck was starting either. But um, right after the game, I don't know. That's that's a good question after he just fucking had his first victory. Hold on here. I'll uh, I'll play the clip. Here I've got it. All right. disrespecting her that woman has got a really fucking shitty life because she's going to hear a lot worse than that from people and he told he told all reporters to stop asking before the game so that wasn't I mean, he didn't, out any female yeah, I mean, yeah he didn't say you know it was just you know you what a stupid question because you're a woman or anything like that yeah, I, I didn't hear anything there he just is aggravated because people uh, people keep asking him about the fucking yeah, quarterback that's, a, that's something about nothing for me yeah, I would ask you and make me a sandwich while you're at it. Now that would yeah. now that would have, you know. Get back in the kitchen, you barefoot bitch. That would have been. <laughs> These are examples of things not to say. Right. Yeah. What would have passed for a joke in the eighties? You know, you don't look pregnant, but I see you have bare feet, so we're halfway there. Now get back in the kitchen. Do I ask you why you're not wearing makeup, you heathen? <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, speak, speaking of which, what did you think of that uh, along the lines of treating women? Did you see this picture of, I don't know who the guy is, some bishop at this funeral who put his arm around Ariana Grande and came within a half a millimeter of her boob, and now they're accusing him of groping her? Yeah, I heard about that. Shit? I did not. He um... put his arm around her. And admittedly, his hand, the top of his hand is kind of like, you know, resting on the bottom of what her bra cup would be, I guess. So he's he's getting close to the danger zone, but he's, you know, he grabbed her by, why, what's he doing grabbing her by the breast? And I'm like, okay, are you guys all like in grade seven that that's not grabbing any, that's not grabbing any boob. That's, you know, maybe the top of his thumb bust brushed some tit but nothing else did and it's at a funeral for god's sake do you really think on national television i mean you really you're not making a good argument that was the same funeral that uh bill clinton was checking out ariana grande <laughs> yeah but you're yeah, okay but but bill bill doesn't care this guy's he's already been bill's already been busted tried and found guilty we all know he's on dog he got nothing to hide Bill's black there bishop like, I didn't. really hope Hillary gets her to play at my funeral. That would be great. I, I thought it was uh, <laughs> I thought it was better that uh, uh, George Bush's wife gave him a candy to give to Michelle Obama. I thought that. Yeah, would be and you better. know they're making a big deal out of that. I said, why? It's candy. Like Christ, it's just, well, since when did the funeral? I thought it was weirder that his daughter got up and ta- took some shots at Trump, and they fucking all cheered. At a few yeah, nobody likes him, so it's a fun thing to do, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's okay, but if you want to talk about things that are in poor taste, 
cheering at a funeral. I mean, about the only reason you should cheer at a funeral is if the guy pops up out of the coffin and says he's still alive. That's Other than that, trick. John McCain just pulled. I'd like to see that again. Uh, gotta make sure that don't don't happen when Hillary goes. Yeah. That's why I'm gonna put a spike through that bitch's heart. Man, did you see the ass on that Grande? <laughs> well, then I guess the bishop made a the bishop made a joke about her name and her being on the Taco Bell menu. menu. Now that is inappropriate. I had a Grande one time, I think, from Starbucks with extra with extra sauce. Where am I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, Bill! And she was she was a last minute addition to the funeral. Well, and then, the and then family... to top it all off, she took shit because everybody said her dress was too short. And it's just like fuck me! Is just can everybody just stop? Was it was her was her junk shown? I do, no, I do okay, have a then. question. I do have a question. And I don't. I, I really do. This is a legitimate question. Was does she know Senator McCain? Like, oh, that's a legitimate question. I don't know. No, she, sure. she wasn't at that one. She was at Aretha oh, Franklin. Oh, Aretha Franklin. Oh, okay. That's where I was. Yeah. I thought the Suarez mixed up. I legit thought all this was going down at John McCain's funeral, and I'm like, no, she, she comes out to sing. <laughs> this is this is the this is the event. Uh, Bush Bush gets uh, passes a can. Bush's wife pokes him in the ribs and gets him to pass a candy to Obama's wife, which I thought was cute. Uh, Grande sings, takes shit because her dress is too short. Bishop comes out, makes fun of her name and says it's on the Taco Bell menu, and then is accused of grabbing her tit all in about an hour. As the internet just continued to be outraged as the funeral continued to go on about whatever was happening. And it was they should like, be oh, outraged. This has been a hell of a time. They should be outraged about that goddamn Aretha Franklin's fucking wardrobe changes between fucking uh, every. It was almost like a concert. She had a different dress in the in the in the gold plated uh, coffin. It's a little weird for each group of people. Weird. She had she had red pumps on and shit. Oh my goodness! It was a little odd. The whole thing was a little bit weird. I I, I don't know funerals to be like shit. McCain had a cigarette in his mouth. I thought this, I don't know. <laughs> Read the magazine. <laughs> something about screaming out something about Vietnamese motherfuckers. I don't know what that was about. Uh, I'm confused. <laughs> Where am I? Oh, I know Hillary and Chelsea told me to show up today, and I just see this girl in a little black dress about me, Monica Lewinsky. Monica. <laughs> <laughs> My God, Monica, I haven't seen you in a decade. Man, I missed that Oval Office. There was some shit went down in there people wouldn't believe. I think that guy from New York's in there now, the one Hillary hates, but he grabbed some pussy. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of like the Donald. I think Donald and I could be friends. I like his style. He's a groper. (laughs) Oh, fuck, Bill. Bill, shut up. What do you mean, Hillary, you old bat? Fuck you, Hillary. Are we back in Little Rock? <laughs> you fucking Illuminati demon, you. He's the best. <laughs> is oh, he not? Bill is just. 
but he owns it. He, he like he, you know, in all honesty, he's a bit like Trump. He's just not he's just not coarse about it. You know, he never fucking tried to dodge any of that shit. When I really came right down to it, yeah, all right, fine, I did it. So what? All right. We so can do she gave it. me a little sucky. It was it was pretty good. The yeah, rumor's true. The daylight out of her, but you know what you could have did. You could have did to him, and the only reason I know this, um, Ariana Grande's brother, um, I'm slipping on his name. Taco. You know how I'm. Do you you know how I'm aware of him? (laughs) Armando Extra Grande. (laughs) No. There we go. (laughs) Sorry, man. That was funny. No, no, I'm not gonna go there. Uh, but it, it's it's a definite bad, you know, in in that realm of uh, racism, bigotrism. Bill, is that a word? I don't know. But anyway, her brother's a homo, and he was on two seasons ago of Big Brother. Big Brother. Oh, and uh, I was just so, a dick. You could, you, no Ariana could, Ariana could have really set up Bill and said, "I'll meet you in like room four hundred five and then sent her brother up." So then, so then, actually, me saying Taco Grande is actually even more funny if he's gay, right? Yeah, well, true. Because he's really well, more like hot dog Grande. Before, but what the hell? I already <laughs> took a pill. I wouldn't bite that burrito. <laughs> Come on, if he's if he's even fucked Hillary once. Well, he had to to get Chelsea. In the last 20 years. Oh, well, well, hell no. Hillary, like, if you go back and look at photos, Hillary's not that horrible in her younger day. She sold her soul to Goldman person- Sachs, and they took it and made her an ugly hag. I don't like it. I mean, she probably still had the personality of a viper, but at least she didn't look that bad. But yeah, You can put up with it when they're it's- young and pretty. Yeah, well, you fuck them and come on their faces and leave. I mean, it's not that <laughs> difficult. Well, I did that a time or ten. <laughs> time or ten. <laughs> Monica, <laughs> where are you? I miss you. Happy Hanukkah, Monica. Now that should <laughs> that should be a, a character on <laughs> next week. One of <laughs> next one, week on one of, the round table. Two hours. No of one. <laughs> maybe maybe not the round table, but one of our programs should have a uh, uh, funeral. Bill Clinton. <laughs> that would be his name. <laughs> he just goes around. He just, every time a fucking anybody of even any remote importance dies, Bill's there. <laughs> and now, he's, he's happy as shit right next to the coffin. Yeah, coffin side report from our on the scene reporter, Bill Clinton. <laughs> well, they look pretty good. Yeah. He's I looking pretty dead. Still cold. I guess that means she's dead to me. <laughs> she's still kind of hot, though, so we'll see if she's dead or not in about 10 minutes. Anybody got a heater? Slip <laughs> her over. Slip her over, boys. That, that was bad. <laughs> you, know, you know where, uh, you know who Grande Fuck goes that, out with? That's funny. No, no. Not who? Pete Davidson from Saturday Night Live fame. Mm-hmm. And she, because she was bringing Bieber there at one point. I didn't know that. But, uh, that must yeah, have been before. Because she was, she yeah, was in a, another relationship that she broke up with to 
to almost right to Pete Davidson was with something very special to my heart. Uh, Mac Miller, who's the rapper who sings the song on one of our intros. Um, the outro. Outros. Um, knock, knock, let him in. Knock, knock, let him in. One, two, three, four. That one. Um, That's a funky beat. I like it. So she she gets around um, from Beaver <laughs> right. to Mac Miller to Pete Davidson to possibly uh, Bill Clinton. I am having <laughs> visions, and now I'm probably going to have fucking nightmares of stuttering Tommy Rich meeting Bill Clinton at a funeral. Funeral Bill. <laughs> yeah. Grie- grieving you- Bill Clinton. <laughs> Except he's not grieving at all. He's on the make. Luckily, luckily, I've got this woman up here doing a little dance of shimmy. I like it. Pretty cool. Did you, did you see that he was like poking the guys next to him and pointing at her and shit too? Yeah. <laughs> oh hell, like he, he has no semblance. It was like I, there's just no way in hell I could ever be on camera and then anybody seeing this, so it doesn't matter. Uh, Where was the total? I just he doesn't care. I mean, how old's Bill Clinton? Jesse I don't even know, but look at her go. It's pretty cool. Holy Jesus Christ! Can you imagine what it'd be like to fuck that? I'd sit right. down, Check that I'd out. crawl in there and eat lunch, Jesse. I would. I like the people of color. You know what? You know who benefits, man? Ariana Grande. She's had this, <laughs> yeah, she's getting. She's getting fucking she's, getting that, she's in every meme, every meme everywhere. She, and everybody uh, feels I mean, sorry for her. And, and the other thing is, uh, you know, she was the one who was the pop artist who had people killed at her concert in, like, uh, one of those countries, yeah. England. It was England. So, I mean, tragedy's her fucking gimmick, man. <laughs> she gets over, uh, <laughs> like, more awareness of her. Up. And, I just don't want to fucking sing at funerals. Yeah, man, jeez. And, and she always wears black, man. And I, and I want to sing at the funeral, and I want Bill to be sitting behind me, please. I got a little something now, special for uh, Bill. Can we have a... Truthfully, Tim, uh, I, I know sold her for a while, but she's a legitimate talent as well. Um, cause she, she's another one where I don't like her product, but she can sing. She yeah, she can wail. And she uh, she also does impressions. Like if you tell her, like you could go Celine Dion, and she not only sing like yes, her, she'll I've seen talk her like on uh, I've seen her on Fallon, I believe it was. Yeah, the Wheel of Musical Impersonations. Yeah, yeah, she she's good. She deserves she her do. success. You know who did really good on that, that musical? The Wheel of Musical Impersonations was uh, Jamie Fox. He killed it. Oh, he's a good. He's, he's good, good at everything. He's a good actor. Yeah, you know, he's, he's actually a good got a singer. pretty good voice for a guy who isn't known for singing. He's I'll a good actor. You. He's a good singer, and he's a good um, something else. He's, oh, he's a good comedian. Good stand-up comedian. Well, isn't he? Uh, isn't he uh, banging the shit out of Katie Holmes? I believe too. That yeah. He, he likes the, the white chicks. He's teaching Katie Holmes what it's like to actually have sex with a man instead of Tom Cruise. Yeah. He, uh, he's, he's, act- I mean, this sounds crazy because he's a quote-unquote A-lister, but 
But I'll bet if he if, if he was made aware of our you know regular shows where we're not just being total dicks like tonight, that he would come on because he uh, he's he's been very vocal about supporting up and coming artists or whatever you want to call us, and he also gave the the reasoning behind it that he used to stand outside this club in L.A., or whatever the club was called, and he met Denzel and met Robert De Niro and people like that and, and would be like a mark for them behind the, the, the security guards and the ropes and shit. And he said he remembered telling Denzel, I'm going to be there one day. So he's he, always, he likes to you know give who, back uh, to upcoming stars. You know who we need to really get on the show? For at least for the His daughter. Show? <laughs> James Woods. Yeah, I'd love to have him. Because James Woods just does, he stopped caring. Yeah, he I think he's, he's old enough now he that he's pr- hes pretty much done in Hollywood. He's made his, he doesn't care if he works anymore, and he does not give two fucks about no. calling it however he sees it. I'd like to talk to him. I think it'd be hilarious. Yeah, what's weird about him is that, uh, like, I'm... You know, you're you're both going to roll your eyes on the other end. Uh, I'm going to say he's on social media too much. That's where the eye rolling comes in. But if he's on every time I'm on, and then I see comments every hour on Twitter backward when I was at work or wherever I was, I don't know what he does socially because he's on there every fucking day, he's all hours be. of the day. I said, I think it's his. I think it's his entertainment. I think he's an older man. Uh, maybe he don't get out that much anymore and he can attack people on the Twitter without leaving the house. Yeah, he loves a good He argument. seems to get a kick out of it because he does like poking the bear, so to speak. Like a little tweet. My little bird gets tweet, tweet. <laughs> oh, Nate Bush, you are, just full of, you are just fucking full of yourself tonight, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, fuck, James fun, man. 71. 71 years What's old cl- and worth $20 million. So he don't give two fucks no more. What's the clock say? We're, we're past that. Um, we're, actually, we're actually a couple minutes over. Oh. All right. Yeah. Well, I was starting to feel it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, on that note, we can wrap her up. Um, I hate to leave. Uh, Just getting started. What is our What do we go with for the coming week? Uh, well, before we before we inform the, the the listeners of that, what are we going with officially to wrap this one up? Grieving Bill Clinton or funeral Bill Clinton? <laughs> I think it'd be funeral I like, Bill. I like Clinton. funeral crashing Bill Clinton. All right, maybe we'll, maybe we'll, we'll debate or discuss that. We'll talk about that. that tomorrow off the air. Yeah, okay. But yeah, that's a key. That's a keeper though. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Yeah, too. Uh, I'll stop doing the impersonation now. I'm sorry. We can all kind of half-ass do the voice, so it, 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 it's. I don't even know if mine's do, any so. good or not. I just do. It's all right. I mean, it's enough to know that I know it's Bill Clinton. That's all. Well, I, I have that Southern accent that helps. So. And you're well, he'll, be, so. he'll be a recurring character at real funerals and on our show. <laughs> <laughs> You can have whole skits where Hillary's like, Bill, where are you going? <laughs> Somebody died, honey. I got to be there. That was a horrible tragedy. We got to make sure we're there. 
Ariana's singing, we got to go. I heard Nicki Minaj is going to be performing. I can't miss it. I really did love Senator Morrison. Maybe, maybe we'll meet Tom Robinson. That'd be, that'd be hilarious if somehow he was at uh, Made in America tonight. I heard the boys are going back out on the road. On camera, trying to measure up Nicki Minaj's ass for an attack. (laughs) Bill must, Bill must have. I'm hoping Nicki will give me a rusty trombone, and then I'll get the hell out of Dodge. You boys know what a rusty trombone is, don't you? Uh, I used to. It's when she sucks your ass and gives you a hand job. That is what that is, and I did like I mean <laughs> the idea of that. <laughs> you like the idea of it. That's it. What Al Gore yeah. used to do on Mondays after cabinet meetings. Wonder what Al Gore's doing. He invented the internet just so we could film it and put it on there. <laughs> just so I could get caught red headed staring at chicks' asses. All right, moving on from fucking funeral Buckley in the hall. As funny as he is. Off of here. Yeah, let's wrap this shit up. You were saying, Tom, something about uh, as far as you got. Well, with uh Mr. Murray, we are probably going to pre-tape. Last I heard from Nate Bush, right, Nate Bush? Yeah, it's, I believe we'll have him on in the day, and you'll be able to hear that conversation live uh, on Wednesday. Uh, I a little trivia note, uh, even though you'll probably you'll probably know the, that this is the case. It's not our first NBA player. Um, it is not Jim Peterson, Jim Peterson uh, played in the NBA. It is our first NBA champion, though. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a highly recognizable, uh, great player from the past. Uh, I uh, I don't want to leave Nate alone, so I was I was calling on you, Tim. There is. Because the Labor Day holiday tomorrow, there may be a, a backup to where I'm working in the pre-tape hours Wednesday. It's a 50-50 chance. Wow. Uh, you, you pre, you're pre-taping tomorrow or Tuesday? No, uh, no. When, Wednesday. 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 Wednesday afternoon. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. I've, I've kind of uh, kind of been on shotgun duty on Wednesday, so if it comes down to that, so be it. And that would suck for me, but it is what it is. Mr. Murray, so I'm pleased to meet you. Hey, do you know Bill Clinton by any chance? <laughs> did, you ask, did the Rockets go to the White House, and did you meet Bill Clinton by any chance? Mr. Murray, it's a pleasure. <laughs> oh, Have you ever seen Ariana Grande dance? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anyway, pre-taping Wednesday for Wednesday yes. night. Um, yeah. When are we going to squeeze in our uh, our Patreon show and all that good stuff? That'll be you uh, guys, because the rest of my week is busy as can be. 
Yeah, well, I don't expect you. I didn't expect you to be able to do it, so I wasn't really counting on you. But if Tom's not doing it, I mean, I can do it, I guess. But can't really expect anybody to get all that excited about it if it's just the Canuck. We will discuss know, that tomorrow. Does uh, he even know what football is? That big dummy. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, tomorrow we'll and, iron uh, that out. Is anybody? Are we taking a swing at NFL or what's the scoop? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's, bread and butter, I mean, brother. We've, we've already got Thursday covered because we threw out that we both were going with the uh, Falcons on Thursday night. Yeah. But uh, I guess we can cover that at the same time we're covering the college games. Yep. Fair we'll, enough. We'll iron. We'll iron that we'll out. Air, off air that one. All right. Good enough. Yes. All right. Well, we'll iron all this out, but Wednesday we'll be back for the flagship show. We hope you guys have enjoyed this episode of the Sunday Night Roundtable with the funeral Bill Clinton and others. A beautiful beautiful man. Yeah. Well, TR, send us home. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this show. On the Wide Man Radio Network, Blog Talk Radio, 